Hey, good evening. It's so good to have you with us tonight. We want to thank you for joining us as we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve here at the Bridge Church. And we know it's a busy season and you had to set aside time to be here. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Yes, it really is just so wonderful sharing Christmas Eve with all of you tonight. And we know that many of you may have come with family and friends tonight, but maybe some of you came thinking that you are all alone tonight. I want to tell you right now, you are not alone. We are family in this place. We are the family of God. And right. And not only are you surrounded by people who care about you, but Jesus is here. And he is Emmanuel, the God who is with you, the God who is very personally with each and every one of us. Yes, indeed. And you know, tonight we're going to have a four o'clock service right now, and then we have a 530 service. And it appears that the four o'clock service is probably pretty popular this year. <laughs> Okay, and so it's a little bit crowded, and I know some of you got here early so you could get a seat way up high or on the end of an aisle. We got folks still coming in. If you don't mind, squeeze the rows together, move toward the middle if there are any empty seats in your aisles. If you do that, we'd really appreciate it. Last thing, um, these songs tonight, if you know the songs, this is a sing-along. You don't have to just sit and watch. You can participate. We'd love for you to join us singing Christmas carols tonight. And remain standing for one more song, but if you would, just turn around and say Merry Christmas and hi to some folks around you as everybody kind of gets settled for a moment, okay?
Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Lord of all creation. 
baby boy would one day rule the nation. Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect land? The sleeping child you're holding is the And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn.
And our Messiah be lifted higher. Let all of creation declare your word, Emmanuel. God with us on earth. Then Herod when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. And when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger.
the light of the world given for us. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Those words were spoken nearly 700 years before Jesus would be born by the prophet Isaiah. And here we are in the year 2022, nearly 3,000 years later, and those of us who follow Jesus, we can confirm that he is wonderful. He's our counselor, our mighty God, our everlasting Father, and he truly is our Prince of Peace. But the outset of Isaiah's prophecy, there's another thing he said that I want to read to you because I think it's so fitting for this night and for this season. It says in Isaiah 9 and verse 2, it says, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, that they dwell in the land of the shadow of death. Upon them hath the light shined. And there's something about Christmas and light that just seem to go hand in hand. After all, this is the time of year where we hang lights on the outside of our homes, some more elaborately than others. And as we hang those lights, it beams with brightness into our neighborhoods, telling our families, our neighbors, and our guests that Christmas has come. Not only that, but we decorate the inside of our homes with wreaths and garland, but most specifically Christmas trees. And once we've trimmed them and decorated them just right, we get to that final step of plugging in those lights, and as soon as it illuminates the tree, it's as if those lights are shouting throughout the home to everybody who might enter that Christmas has come. We frequent shopping malls and retail centers and restaurants, and we walk into those places, and we, just, we see decor hanging this time of year that wouldn't be there otherwise, but most notably, lights that shine throughout those establishments saying that Christmas has come. This is a special night for me to stand here with my friends, my family, my church family, and anybody else who's been invited here. But I have to take a moment and just admit to you and confess to you as a pastor that sometimes I can lose sight of the reason for this season. And even though the lights tell us of Christmas, the reality is Christmas should always tell us of the light that has come to us in the form of Jesus Christ. Jesus said in John chapter 8, he said, I am the light of the world. And anyone who would follow me would not walk in darkness, but they would have the light of life. I stop and I think about my life. And I recognize that there was a time that I was walking in darkness. I was walking aimlessly, lost in the darkness of my own sin, my own mistakes, my own failures, until I met Jesus. I stop and I look back and think of a time when I walked in darkness when my life had no purpose, no purpose for today, no direction for tomorrow until I met Jesus. I recognize that it would have been so easy for my life and maybe even your life to be defined by the darkness of our infirmities and our afflictions, those things which come to often define us. But if it wasn't for Jesus, perhaps those things would continue to still be my identity. 
But I look back and I recognize that because the light of Jesus came not just into this world, but into my life specifically, I found forgiveness. And I found salvation. I found purpose. And I found direction. I found healing for my life. And I found the identity that God had for my life all along. And when Jesus came and shined light into my life, I recognized I no longer had to live in darkness. Tonight, as you've walked into this place, maybe you look around at the lights that light up this stage, the lights that light up your neighborhood, the shopping centers, the streets that we drive down. Perhaps you see the brightness of those lights, but every time you drive by or you see them, the first thought that goes through your mind is that those lights just aren't bright enough to overcome the darkness that you feel like you're walking in. Maybe tonight you're here and your entire year, all of 2022 has been defined by failures, mistakes, regrets, things that you wish you'd done differently. I wanna tell you tonight, you don't have to keep on walking in darkness after tonight. Maybe you're here tonight in 2022 or the previous years before it have felt so difficult because you've lost somebody that you love. We recognize that tonight there are people in the house that this Christmas is just different because you've lost somebody that you love. Perhaps Christmas feels darker because of the grief and the loss that's in your heart. Maybe tonight you're afflicted. Maybe you're sick in body. Maybe there's that thing that just hasn't been cured and it just seems to be plaguing you. I wanna tell you that our God is a healer and I believe that he can shine his healing light into your life. Not only that, maybe you're here tonight and you say, Zach, I feel like life is darkness because I just don't have a relationship with God. I don't know where you might be tonight. I don't know what brought you here. I don't know who invited you, but I believe with all of my heart that you are not here by accident. Before we go any further into the Christmas Eve celebrations we have for tonight or into our Christmas Day celebrations tomorrow, I just want to take a moment and I want to pray for every single person in the house before we continue in song and the lighting of candles. So right there where you're at, would you bow your heads and just join me for a moment of prayer? Father, I thank you tonight that you are here. I thank you, Jesus, that your light has shined into our lives. And I thank you, Jesus, that this is a room full of people who no longer walk in darkness because of all that you have done for us. I pray for those tonight, Father, that might be far from you, maybe this year has been a year of regret, I pray that your light would shine into their life and show them, Father, that everything can change when we choose to put our life into your hands. I pray tonight, Father, for those who are lonely, who've experienced loss and grief. I pray in Jesus' name that you would be the friend that sticks closer than a brother, that you would wrap your arms around them tonight, that you would show your great love, mercy, and grace. Let that light shine into their lives. And finally, Father, for the one who might not even know you, tonight, as we sing of you, I pray that your presence would flood their lives and their heart in such a special way that they would no longer be able to deny that you are real. Touch people's hearts tonight in a very special way so that we can truly celebrate Christmas for everything that it is, the occasion where God sent light into this world. We honor you tonight, and we lift high the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus said, I am the light of the world, and if you follow me, you don't have to walk in darkness, but you can have the light of life. The beauty of following Jesus is that when his light shines into our lives, we don't just hold on to that light for ourselves, but instead, 
we get to share that light with others. And we take our light and we pass it on to our family and to our loved ones and to our friends and to our neighbors. And little by little, from person to person, from one relationship to the next, as we let our light shine into others' lives, pretty soon, what started as darkness and moved quickly to one light has illuminated our entire lives, our families, and our neighborhoods. We're gonna light candles right now and we're gonna worship God together. And I wanna invite every single person in the house to stand to your feet as we light our candles and we sing and thank God for his goodness in our lives.
take a moment and look around. What an amazing night this is. With this picture in mind, I want to tell you something amazing can happen in our world when each and every one of us let the light of Jesus shine in and through our lives. This is one of those moments you don't want to let go of, but I want to tell every single person in the house that God wants to shine the light of Jesus in and through your life every single day and everywhere that you go. We're going to blow these candles out here in just a moment, even though I don't want to. But here's the thing. Even though the light that is in our hand might be extinguished, the light that is in our heart will live on everywhere that we go. Let's take the light of Jesus into Christmas this year. Amen? Would you join me? Let's blow out our candles. All right, I want to ask if everybody would go ahead and be seated at this time. And as you're seated, I want to have your attention for just a moment, because maybe you're here tonight, and as we were praying a moment ago during that message, maybe you, you just had a moment where you felt like you connected with God. Maybe you felt like it was something knocking on the door of your heart. I want to tell you that was the Spirit of God knocking on the door of your heart, saying, I want to be in relationship with you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, 
you committed your life to Jesus during that prayer that we prayed a few moments ago, I wanna tell you that we just wanna help you start your journey of faith. I know that tonight, you might even be an invited guest. That wasn't what you planned on doing, was making a decision to follow Jesus. There is no better time to do it than right here at Christmas time. We have some people that would love to just meet you after service very quickly, just to help you and serve you. We wanna put a gift in your hand. It's called The Next Seven Days. It's a simple book, just simple reading to help you start your journey of faith and help you start your walk with God. At the end of the service, we're gonna have a few prayer teams right down here in front of the platform. You can walk up to any one of our teams, let them know you made a decision to follow Christ and they're there to give you the next seven days and help you out. If you need to go quickly at the end of service, you can stop by the desk that's right between the glass doors. You'll see the next seven days there on the screen. Our team is there to help you and just help you get started in your walk with God and give you that book because we are so glad that you made that decision. What better time of year to do that than right here at Christmas. If you need prayer, you just need someone to pray with you tonight. That's why our prayer teams are here. So take advantage of them. They would love to stand with you, agree with you, and speak faith into your life tonight, all right? One other thing I want to say before we change the order of things, we're going to conclude here in just a few minutes, but I want to take a moment. This is one of our weekend services here on Saturday night, and if you're a regular part of the Bridge Church, this is our last corporate collective gathering to get where we have the opportunity to give together this year. So if you're a guest tonight, please be our guest. There's never any pressure or compulsion to give here at the bridge. But I just want to let you know if you're a part of this church family, this is our last opportunity of the year to give. And if you'd like to do that tonight, there are ways that you can contribute on the screens that will go up digitally. There's also envelopes right there on your seat backs. If you'd like to give a gift tonight, I don't think there's a better place to sow a seed than into the house of God. There's giving stations right before you exit the auditorium on either side of the exit doors. There's also one outside near the kids' first-time check-in area. But we just thank you so much for your generosity. We look back over the last year and recognize that we are so blessed to be a part of a generous church. So thank you so much for your generosity and partnering with us to take the gospel out into the Temecula Valley and through our partnerships around the world. Right now, I want to invite our pastors and wives to come up and join me. I can't tell you how much it means to us that you are all here tonight, especially those of you who are guests, that you're not regularly a part of the bridge. Hey, put your hands together, everybody, and welcome our guests to church tonight. Thank them so much for being here. Pastor Gary. No, we, we really are so glad you're here tonight. It's a great, great first service crowd. And we as a pastoral team, as a group, from our families to yours, we just want to say Merry Christmas. Yes. We hope Merry this Christmas. is the best Christmas ever. And we want you to know we love you guys yes. so very much. Yes, we do. Now, uh, we're going to go out and we're going to sing one more song. It'll be our concluding song. And the pastors, we're going to kind of slip to the back a little bit so we can greet you as you leave this evening. But I'm going to invite you to stand for this song this evening with us, if you would, please. Let's sing it together and let's enjoy it. And one more time, God bless you. Merry Christmas, we love Merry you. Christmas.